0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview the absolute best health and wellness practitioners from across the globe to show you what they do so you can do it too. This is because, like you, I did not always feel that health was easy. I had tried different diets, exercise plans, but often felt misled by an industry that really thrives on you not getting healthy and always spending money on the next new thing. Because of this, I'm getting bare naked on health and pulling back the curtain to show you that... Being truly healthy is simple. Wherever you are in your health journey, I want to show you that with minimal effort, you can get maximum results and do what you love. Play with your kids, go for a hike, and crush it in your business, all while feeling great. To give a kickstart, I encourage you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to access my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and that the show is really sponsored by you guys. Each of you that works with me that I am able to take on as a client helps me to be able to keep putting out these podcasts for free. So I just want to thank you, each of you, for your love and support. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast and this is episode 116, and uh, this is uh, part two now uh, of me sharing with you uh, my plant medicine journey. Uh, again, last week it was a bit much. Uh, I really, I'm sure I could have gone through it all at once, but you know what? I wanted to get to sleep. Uh, I didn't feel like staying up, and it was pretty draining on me uh, because just the experience. Uh, so, again, if you missed that one, make sure you go check that out first because uh there's probably a lot to this that you kind of would be missed out upon uh if you just didn't get to listen to that ahead of time now what i want to dive into and start with today is in the journey again kind of picking up where i left off there thanking and showing love to everything now this was something that I had never, I guess, thought of from this manner before. Uh where I, I just have such an appreciation. Uh maybe more so now, maybe not during the journey, but now I I cannot say thank you enough. I cannot feel enough gratitude, show enough love. And this was something actually the, the day after, uh, the journey, uh, uh, the Sham that I worked with, like I, I was hurting and I'm going to get into this a little bit, but he made me a little bit of lemon water, just hot lemon water. Oh my God. Like I did not ever imagine that like some hot lemon water could be the most amazing thing on earth. And I truly mean that. And I was so appreciative, not only of him for really just helping take care of me that next morning, but that lemon water to be able to enjoy it and to let it touch my lips and help calm me down. And just the comfort that I had from it was just amazing. So it's just that little thing, but I I realized during the journey, just like, how thankful to be of absolutely everything. Uh, usually I'm down in the basement recording this. Today I came out into the garage um, because I felt like it. And I'm just looking around at what you might think of as like junk, right? Not junk, but I mean you just have yourself laying around and you have your tools and like all my garden stuff. And it's like, wow, looking over there, like I have this appreciation for the rake uh that I help rake up uh, some of the grass with and there's a shovel and the pitchfork um pruning shears and then I look over and I see my weight set and that weight set means so much to me like it just takes a beating and it just helps me to get out And do one of the things that I love to do most in the world is just be in a place that allows me to exert that force uh, against something. And I don't know why necessarily I love doing it so much, but I know what it brings for me. So I just, I'm going to say thank you, Wayset, for all that it is that you have to offer me. I'm just thanking you right now. But it's. It's all these things you you pick up on later, uh, as well as while you're doing it. Uh, It's just an amazing feeling. Uh, There was also, I don't know if it was scary. I'm not sure the right word to use for it. But there was a period of time that I didn't know if I would return to reality in the way that I knew it and i think actually now i i didn't realize this until i was verbalizing this right now uh i think i told you before like in the previous episode that my shaman basically knew what i was experiencing the whole time and he talked to me uh it, physically i just realized now that he communicated to me mentally that yes i would return and it would be my normal experience but I would still feel, I would still look differently at the world. Uh, so I think that's why I never really got scared about it. Or I I had that slight nervous sensation. Um, because the place that I was at, I, I don't know if I could function, uh, at least for part of it, part of the journey, uh, it, it was so real uh, and I don't know if I could actually live in that reality. Um, at least I couldn't right now. Like it's so foreign to me. Uh, but it was, I had these feelings of just maybe never returning, uh, to my current body, uh, or, or my current reality. Uh, and it actually, it really made me think about my family. Uh, and what, not what they would think if I never return, but. What would be my lasting impression for them? What would be my legacy, if you will? Not like, oh, my God, I'm going to die right now. But, I mean, really, I'm going to die. And what is my legacy? What am I passing on to? If it would be right now, I mean, of course, my parents. uh, But if it would be right now, I mean, the two people that would be impacted most would be Julie and Cooper and and the dogs and my future son and just me getting to think about them and what it is that I get to feel with them and experience with them. And it it just makes all of those moments that much greater and realizing that they, how fleeting they are. Uh, So it's about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago uh, before I started recording this, reading to Cooper Um, sometimes I read, sometimes Julie reads at night. It all depends. Uh, and I'm just looking at them both and just smiling. And it's that appreciation I think that I've gained. I I was still pretty good at, uh, living in the moment, if you will. But wow, has that ever gone through the roof? And I think that, uh, that possibility of never returning to reality, uh, as I know it now or physical reality or whatever it might be, um, kind of solidified and just makes me smile even right now. A few of the other things I, I, one of the things I came across was that I'm still supposed to eat meat, uh, not necessarily too late in the day, uh, and this was one of those things because we'd been discussing like uh the diet and the prep beforehand before we started our journey uh and this was one of the things that I brought up to the shaman the the following morning, and he told me that that's it. I need to go out hunt and kill some of my own food uh and This is something I've been still contemplating. It's like I still haven't done it. I don't know what's holding me back at this point. uh I think the way that I'm going to do it is just f- through fishing. Uh, because that's the season kind of that we're in at the time. I mean, June, uh, I'm sure there are things that I could go hunt. Um, this fall I plan on getting out, uh, and doing some more archery hunting, at least for deer and who knows what else I know. I know a couple of guys that I could, uh, tag into to help me with some hunting, help me with the skills that I really need for this. On uh, maybe just completely shifting over, and that'd be the only way of feeding myself animal sources. hey, uh well maybe raising my own either way, I think either way, I know it's something that I need to get out and do uh and I almost feel a little eh, i don't know if it's discouraged, but i'm up, no, I'm upset with myself for not having done this yet, uh so this might have to be uh coming up this weekend. Another one of the big things, and I'm staring at it here. Um, and, and it's a big deal for me, but at the same time, I I think it had been something like I, and I'm going to continue to work through probably for the rest of my life. But I forgave my dad. Uh like we had not a, I didn't have a rough upbringing, but we didn't always get along. Uh, I mean, again, he drank. Like there was the the bouts uh i mean he he was an alcoholic and it was it was challenging at times and, and at this point i mean hey i can't imagine what he was going through right like the recognition that we are all one and i was experiencing that too my mom was experiencing that uh our our entire family was experiencing that with him so you know what i mean i i am I am an alcoholic I mean from the standpoint of I've experienced that I know what that's like Uh, I don't really care about drinking anyway so it's probably not that big of a deal maybe that's why I don't because I grew up around that I I don't know Um, but it just makes me put a smile on my face again that I'm at that point now where I know what was affecting him and I, I feel okay about it now like it sucked at the time, and I don't necessarily know what was it, uh, even going through my teenage mind. Uh, and I'm not going to even pretend to because we were all experiencing that together. And at this point, I know that he's in a good place. Like, he's he's much happier much better off. And uh, I think our relationship has absolutely just blossomed since then. But being able to almost experience all of that. In one full swoop, uh, over again, uh, in one night, in maybe five minutes. I don't even know what it was. But just to get through that again. Uh, and I think for the better. Uh, now, will it be something that always affects me? Sure, but it's always going to affect all of us because we're all part of it. Uh, but again, in a much, much better place and just happier about all of it at this point. Uh, one of the big things that, I really learned about myself then was I just have to keep plugging away at what I love I have to do like some people will say yeah you should follow your passions other people say no not just your passion like you have to you have to kind of like tweak it to find what works and shit you know what if I just have to do something I'm not passionate about for the rest of my life it's gonna suck flat out There's no way around that. So I have to do combining what I love and what I'm good at. And I emphasize that to myself again. What I love and what I'm good at. And what do I love? I mean, it keeps coming back to me. And this is where I started off the year uh, really focusing on strong as an ox and healthy as a horse. (laughs) And during one of my interviews with uh, Paul Check this year, he said to me, because I asked him something along those lines about the, about getting strong as an ox. And he goes, why didn't do you, you don't need to be strong as an ox? Uh, and it's true. Uh, I don't, but I might want to. Um, but what do I love? I love being strong and I love being healthy and combining those two because I still see that people can get strong. People can get healthy, but a lot of times the two roads never cross. And why not? Why can't they be the same road, the same superhighway? I mean, it's just uh, takes you all, all throughout. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like these massive highways leading to L.A. or something like that, uh, where it's just all strength and health combined, and people are just at the top of the world, at the top of their game, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And it's a beautiful thing. And they get to do all these beautiful things with their body. And we're not breaking down. We're just getting better and stronger with age. And this is what I saw. This is what I saw. This is what I felt when I experienced winning World's Strongest Man, as I uh, talked about in the last episode. And it's just all this culminating. But I'm not this massive 400, 450-pound man who's just bloated to the gills and looks like they're just like... (sighs) Like yeah, uh, sleep apnea. Like it looks like they're apneic, like just walking around, and their body fat is like off the charts. Now this isn't always the case, no. But some of the larger individuals doing this, like I can't imagine. Like I just want to be. I'm five eleven. I'm. I don't plan on being four hundred pounds ever, but I want to be strong as an ox. I. I just love it. Um, I don't want that to be part, the only part of me. When I say strong, though, too. I'm not just talking physically, I'm talking mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like all of these things as I said before are totally part of it, so it just keeps coming down to strength and health, and what am I good at, what am I just truly like freaking top notch at, like world class, and this is still something that I'm searching on because I don't think I got my exact answer and that's okay. The, the, Ayahuasca taught me so much that she didn't have to give me an exact answer because I know it's inside of me. I know she's inside of me. I know that I'm figuring this all out. And in part of doing what I love, I mean, I experienced all the wealth in the world. Like Just like I experienced World Strongest Man, I know what it's like to be the richest man alive that was it? the the king of Mali or something from timbuktu who's purported to be reported to be the richest man to have ever lived like if you look at it in today's dollars i think he's worth like 460 billion dollars like if you equate it for for time and um uh, whatnot um but i've i know what that's like i i know what it's like to be basically like a, a god king if you will and it's pretty cool but that's not actually what i want uh, it's still important, I mean, money to some extent, I do want some form of wealth. But combining that with the right purpose and just loving what your life looks like on a daily basis, like there's nothing better than that. And so again, it comes back to, for me, strength and health. And I'm still figuring this out as I'm talking, but I'm going to give you the best rundown that I have was able to pick to, up. Uh, During my waski ceremony. I. I'm meant to. Stay. Stay to myself. I mean keep to my family basically. Be still fairly introverted. I'm going to provide for my family. Um, But providing for my family is going to come in different forms. Where I talked about. The hunting before. I'm. Really meant to start hunting and foraging and growing. More food and getting it that way rather than going to the supermarket for it meant to be a little bit further away from people, uh, meant to have the time every day to do the movement practice that I see fit at that time. I think the other thing is, well, not that I think like what I've experienced is I'm very good at just boiling down principles for people and teaching them. And I don't really tell people what they want to hear a lot uh, and I realize that's one thing that holds me back too uh, I tell them exactly what they need and a lot of people like just freaking hate that uh, because they know it's what they need too uh, but it's not what they want to hear at the time I just have to improve my way of being able to share that and for me it's through my podcast. Uh, and I think part of what I need to do is share, just can keep sharing. And that's what it comes down to, sharing about health, sharing about strength, and sharing how to keep that extremely simple because the more complicated things get, the I don't want to say more challenging because it's not challenging. it's It's a very simple process. People got... People get too hung up in the small details, and they're just stopping looking at the big picture. Like, damn it, if you're not drinking half your body weight in ounces of water, stop asking me what else you should be drinking. Drink whatever else you want, but drink half your body weight in ounces of water. Once you do that, other things are going to start to fall into place. What should you eat? What should you not eat? I don't care. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to eat anything. I'm going to tell you, hey, eat whole foods. Go from there. Find it. Now, there's a lot of other things that I'm going to talk about, yes, but I'm just trying to boil it down to the simplest things. And one of the simplest things that I've really come to recognize is everybody needs a form of resistance exercise as we age, everybody, everybody needs to move. There you go. There's your health in a nutshell, but that's what I need to share with people. And I'm still finding out the the right mediums and all the right processes for me. But I love health and I love strength. And I'm going to combine the two, make it simple for people and share that and teach that and just live and embody that so that all others can see. Now, I, having gone through this, have an absolute newfound appreciation for plants for something like that think about what i just learned from ayahuasca like i've learned all about the universe i have this like the entire universe at my fingertips i know how to access it both now through ayahuasca and through other means uh just just mentally physically emotionally spiritually I really feel that I can get there and I know there are other places that I can go and other realms and there's a whole lot else out there that I'm just becoming aware of and that makes me even more excited about what else I get to learn, what else I get to share, what else I get to do, what else I get to be for the rest of my life and on into eternity because I know that I'm in my physical body now and I could probably find out how long it is that I'm going to live. But you know what? I don't really give a damn right now. I'm just appreciating every moment. I can still picture again. Like I said, now it's what, a half hour ago or whatever. We were reading to Cooper. I I was changing him a couple minutes before that. I was singing him a song. And he was smiling and just looking into my eyes. And then I kissed him I put him down and I rubbed his back. I went in and I kissed Julie. And I said goodnight to her. I, 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 said, I, I gave Rufy a kiss. I gave Alex a kiss. I mean, just rubbing the dog's bellies. Like each and every one of those moments is all part of the universe and all is connected. And now I have that appreciation for plants and for people and for everything. So that's my journey in a nutshell. Um, pretty big nutshell. Let's get to afterwards. So after the journey, again, how long did this take? I have absolutely no idea. Zero clue whatsoever. Uh, I know I just really didn't sleep the rest of the night. Um, the shaman and I, we, we stayed up for a while and we spoke and we discussed probably all that I just shared with you and much, much more. Uh, he shared, I shared, I mean, just lots of back and forth. And there was just pondering away the entire night. I mean, I might have got an hour of sleep or something like that. But I was just up. And the next morning, let me tell you. It was rough. The entire next day, really. I was just wiped the hell out. Like, just kicked, tossed, punched, beat. I mean, hungover, you name it. Um, I mean, the next morning, like... I just I I could not get warm, could not get warm. Uh, I was freezing like he covered me in blankets. I'm laying on the floor like shaking, shivering. Uh, I purged really only once. And this is one thing that I think I was meant to purge a little bit more, but I fought it in part because I don't like throwing up. Uh, but it's not really throwing up uh, and I didn't have this experience. He actually told me he thought I was going to do it after the first shot of ayahuasca. Um, And then he said, I thought you were going to do it after the second. I thought you were going to do it after the third, but you just never did. Uh, So I probably am holding still a lot more back, a lot more in. Um, But this purging, I had heard of it. I just expected it to be like, all right, yak it out, no big deal. I thought I broke my sternum and ribs like the first growl whatever it was that came out of me like I have no idea um but it was just I mean just exiting my body and this was only the following morning like it never happened to me that night uh which a lot of times can happen sometimes doesn't I mean no big deal um but again I'm there lying on the floor bucket and I mean I'm just shivering and shivering and shivering and i try i had a little bit of tea had the the lemon water just all all hot Uh, i mean i tried going outside even though it was cold and damp the next day like it was it was kind of crazy um but i i couldn't function like in in a sense uh i was just down and out and here he is like he's just good to go i mean he's popping around the kitchen like we, I mean, he slept maybe two, three hours. I slept, like I said, maybe an hour. Um, but just rock and rolling, like, he's good to go. And that's what it, like, that's the appreciation that I have for him uh, is is endless. And, and he knows this. Uh, and it was just a rough, rough morning. But we were able to talk and... I was able to lift my head up once in a while, either from the table we were sitting at or roll over on the floor. Um, But it was just, it was a rough morning, and that was my experience. I mean, some people have terrible nights, terrible mornings. Like, I stayed there as long as I could, and I just had to get out. I had to go home, see my family, know that they were okay, know that I was okay. I'll plan for it differently next time. Uh, yeah, there will be a next time for sure. Um, but when I got home, I was just exhausted. Like it was probably like Julie said, you just look tired. And I told her like it was an emotional, emotional experience for me. Uh, but still, nothing that I could ever replace. Uh, and that day, I just, I, I really couldn't eat much. I mean, I had maybe a little bit of fruit the entire day, but not much. Uh, and then. I took a nap. I mean, Cooper went down for his nap and I passed out with him. Uh, I was just down and out for the count. But it wasn't until after I woke up from that nap, like, ah, uh, I had my warmth back. Uh, I don't remember dreaming. I might have. I know it was just a very peaceful sleep. Um, and I was just pretty exhausted the rest of that day. I got to bed probably fairly early the next that night. I slept through the night great. and I mean, I woke up in the morning like, Okay, good to go. Let's do this. Like like nothing had ever happened. There was no, none of this like two days. It's just like boom. Like good to go. Uh and I've been feeling that ever since. Uh just this uh, I don't know. I'm like I have my arms up right now. I'm just like on top of the freaking world. Um Yeah. And, and I've had that ever since. And I think it's no, I know it's because I know where I'm going with my life. Uh, And I did before, but I just have, no, let me rephrase that. I know where I'm at in everything. I know how I'm related to everything. And it comes down to the biggest thing that I learned. Two things, love and gratitude. I have thanks for everything in this world, good, bad, evil, whatever you want to say, like, and ecstatic, joyful, uh, whatever it is, I, everything I have an appreciation for, I, I, I thank it all, everything, thanking you guys, I mean, I can't imagine, like, you just out there listening to what I'm talking about, and I thank you for that, I really do, I love you, I, and it's that love that just permeates the universe and we really are all one and continuing to for each of us i think to work on our health to work on our strength to work on our strengths i mean what we all excel at what we're not the best in the world at but the best in the universe at sharing with those bringing those all together because we are all one and we do need this all oneness for it to just all work. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for being here. I thank you for all that you helped me with. Uh, And again, I love you guys. I really, really appreciate that. Um, Somebody posted a question to me this week. um, And and I'm glad they did because it was something I thought about, but something else sparked when they asked it. But if you're looking to do this, if you're interested to do this, First of all, I say, yes, I encourage you, please. But when you do so, seek out the best, the absolute best shaman that you can find to work with. This is not something to be taken lightly. This was one of the most intense experiences of my life. Uh, the other at this level would probably be, well, no, it would just be the birth of my son. Uh, those are, hands down, the two most intense experiences that i have ever gone through so do your homework find the right shaman travel go find them do not sacrifice on this if you do i i I wish you good i wish you luck no matter what because i think that grandmother ayahuasca has so much to teach all of us uh, and she can really open her eyes to a lot of things. So I thank her again. But find, find an amazing shaman to work with. Find an experienced shaman. Uh, if it's an inexperienced shaman, make sure maybe they're working with somebody. I, I I can't emphasize that enough. Make sure that they've done the work on themselves. And maybe this is because I'm still fairly sensitive to this thing. I, the second i became the second I was within the presence of my shaman I knew we like we just we're good let's go let's do this uh should all like should you decide to do something like this do more than enough prep work uh, again for me the the diet the everything was supposed to be for a week I did it for a month uh maybe I'd do it longer next time I don't know i mean I I I will definitely be more intense with my prep work next time. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, not necessarily Well, a couple different things. I will get my mind even in a better spot. I I will just go over and over and over this. Uh, I'll probably dial back my training earlier on but continue it the entire time because I realized how much I got out of the lifting even as it got to be time uh, closer and closer, but I couldn't do it at a certain point just because I didn't have the energy. And I think that was in part, I just didn't do enough of the working in Uh, and I will continue to do that. But go above and beyond with whatever the prep work is that your shaman asks of you because believe me, It will be worth it. You will be rewarded. Also, be open to the experience. Good, bad, indifferent. I went in knowing that my experience was going to be good. And it was more than good. It was great. It was fantastic. It was freaking unbelievable, right? But I went in doing the prep work. I went in. I was ready for it. I was excited for it. And despite some of the purging, despite some of that, I I could not have done it. I could not have done a multi-day uh, at the time as my first one. Well, I'm sure I could have, but I would have been prepared for that. Right now, I'm prepared for a whole lot of things. So just go into it and be as open as you possibly can. Again, I keep saying this, but physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, let your let, let every cent, part of your being be open to what it is that You're about to experience because right now you have no idea I still don't know what I would experience next time, and I'll will'll do this again i I plan on doing it within the next year uh again, my next son's doing september uh so I don't think I'm going to be able to do it before that time right now because it does take hey, it takes a weekend for me to do this. Uh, and I won't do it within the next, within the first few months of his life, but I mean, maybe as he gets to be six, eight months, uh, around that time, year mark or so, uh, for, for me having not done this, I will definitely do it again, but it'll maybe be ayahuasca. Maybe it'll be something else. Um, I don't know yet. I will meet with my shaman. I will talk with him. I will talk with my spirit animals. Uh, I'll connect with mother universe and just see what she has to offer and I will do the prep work I will be ready for this over and over again at this point like I've just laid out again my soul to you guys and all I can just say is thank you uh I love you guys uh and and it's almost used to be weird for me to say that right like I love you Uh, Not to my really close family. Uh, That was always an easy thing from what I know. Um, But more recently, like I've said it to just the closest of friends. Just tell them I love them. And I do. And it doesn't sound weird. It doesn't feel weird to do that anymore. Uh, Maybe to say it to my microphone that I'm speaking into. I love you, microphone. That actually doesn't feel weird. I had a hesitation when I said it to you guys before, so I'm going to try this again. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I just want to say thank you, and I love you, and I appreciate all of you for being one in the universe. And maybe some of this stuff sounds crazy, but to me it's as real as it gets right now. So I'm going to leave it with that, just a thank you, and I love you. And don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free. So thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive, comment. comment, and 5 star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others. So thank you.